Coming up, The Buzz is all about Halloween Horror Night, specifically The Walking Dead. Also in The Buzz, we will be discussing a celebration of Harry Potter. Then later on, Jenny Lynn will be giving us our, uh, well, not ours, her family's guide to New York in Universal Studios, Florida. Live from the Bob Varley studio, this is the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 52 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am getting interrupted by my intro again Sorry. you always you always find a way i thought you, i had to pause it i guess when it's done it stops playing it does it does just stop playing it, yeah. it makes every yeah. episode exciting and unique it does you know QuickTime. it's a really new program it hasn't been around <laughs> since the invention i'm just so of used Max. to that slow time yeah oh god you're awful. All right, all right. You're just awful but you never know what's gonna happen we don't know what's gonna happen uh like today I have no idea if the show is going out live or anything, if anyone's saying anything, because the internet is not working in here. Oh. So. Well, we hope you're out there, everybody. Yeah, I do hope that everyone Shook. is out there. That was a weird um, feedback noise we just got. Yeah. I, I think it was actually the a door, door closing. Oh, but weird was... feedback. At the, all the same. It all works out. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. so uh, I guess I should start to get to the introductions because, well, we've been going at this now for a while and I still haven't done them yet. I am your host. Craig Williams. That's C R A I G W I L L I A M S. You don't need to know my middle name. Uh, it's it's irrelevant and Dorothy. unimportant for this show. And joining me as always is, well, not yeah. I guess as always up till his point. He's got vacation coming up soon, so we'll see what happens. But Jenny Lynn, nope. Yes, I'm here doing a. This is my best impression of Winifred from Hocus Pocus. Yes, for those of you who are watching, for those I of you who are listening. Yes, so just to clarify, for everyone watching, you see that JL's hair has that Winifred Sanderson look. Yes. But then for everyone listening, you'll hear that Rhino is constantly doing his best Winifred Sanderson impression. Team Uh, effort here. Sister. So together, together we're getting it done. Um, And that's how we like it to be. So. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I forgot to introduce the last person in this room, too. Uh, On the controls, as always, anytime you hear something something going wrong, you can expect it to be him. Rhino Clavin. That's him. (laughs) So I guess I should address before we get too far going into this. uh, I, I noticed... That there's been some people again that think that there's some bad blood between you and I, Rhino. Really? Yeah, uh, and not like the Taylor Swift type of blood. Well, I, I went blood. to the Bastille, so you know what I'm going to call you out on right here. No, I can't. It's mainstream radio. It's not a trap. It's not a trap. <laughs> there's no traps. <laughs> Wait, Bastille? Bastille's the name of their album is the, Bad Blood, the and group? they have a song that all this bad blood here. I'm not. Oh, okay. Irish, yeah. But, I'm not really a fan of Bastille. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that was a trap, was it? No, no, no. It, the trap for him was he said Taylor Swift. So what is this about Bad Blood? What's happening now? Um, I just read somewhere. I can't quite remember where it was. Uh, but someone, people think that I'm mean to Rhino. <laughs> no. And, well, I mean, I mean, that's an honesty. <laughs> well, it, no, it, it appears. It's all done in... With the most love. It sounds like I'm being mean because I'm criticizing. I'm negatively <laughs> criticizing him harshly. Um, it's but actually just a joke. Yeah, it's a lot of it's joking. And then the rest of it that isn't joking is just my sense of humor, something that we all understand at this point. And if you don't understand it, uh, jump on the bandwagon. It, it's here. It's not leaving. Um, no. I am the way that I am. And Get on this organ trail while you can. Yeah, uh, before sure. You, before you get that dysentery. Yeah, do-do-do. I miss that game. They need to bring that back. I mean, it's it's always in your heart if you uh, choose to never let it go. Your 8-bit heart. But well, We just have this Titanic theme carrying on throughout this week. Oh, we should have done Titanic week. Yeah, we should have. You missed that Why? chance. Because on the trip yesterday, we covered the Titanic exhibit. 
No, but why did you say we should do that, Craig? I don't know. It just would have been fun. Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right. I've saw, I, I wanted to see Titanic way too many times in theaters whenever it first came out. So, Rhino, are you not going to start singing? I saw that. I can't. I blow the I blow the speaker right out. I can't do it. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, on today's show, uh, Jenny Lynn Nup. Later on, she will be discussing her family's guide to New York inside Universal Studios Florida. Welcome to New uh, York. That's another Taylor Swift song. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, there we go. It's Taylor Swift day. It's it just gonna, it's it tea come week. Come in here at some we'll some just, point. We'll, we'll call it Tea Week. We had Titanic yesterday. Uh, today we have Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift, and we'll try to get through this without being too freaking ridiculous the entire way through. But uh, yeah, so Jenny Jenny Lynn has been writing these fantastic blogs for the site for about two months now. No, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I, I mean, I'd have that. to say nice <laughs> things about it. You're in the room with me. It's true. Afterwards, then I can be like. Freaking suck. <laughs> I hate posting them. I almost no, said a potty word. Potty? I almost said a potty word. Oh, okay. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. But no, I, uh, I, I tasked you to start writing these blogs, and you've been doing them, and uh, they've they've been doing really well. Uh, it's great content out there. Um, one one big misinterpretation about Universal is that it's not good for families, and that it's just it's not the same. And uh, while there are some younger, younger children that may not get the full enjoyment out of everything uh, universal with the uh, with the tween to teen age range, there is definitely uh, a lot of enjoyment for the family. And it just so happens that you do run the complete gamut of tweens to teens. I do. I in have your my household ten, right now. Ten year old, my thirteen year old and my fifteen year old. Yeah. And so you uh, you have a very good insight to what uh, kids that age range can actually do whenever they go to Universal. So you've been writing all these blogs, and they've been doing great. And uh, you finally knocked out one whole section of one park. Uh, the New York area. The New York area. So that will be the first the first uh, land that we'll cover with your family's opinions. And uh, so it should be a very, very interesting segment. Yeah. Coming up here in just a little bit. And I wish we could have, could have yeah. cued to like uh, – one of the like family matters or a step-by-step song right as you finish saying that and i got that whole like mm, this is gonna be a tgif moment here Aww. for thursday how much fun would have that been yeah i mean we can't start getting crazy it's thursday <laughs> whatever it's not friday relictabilities. did you say relictability i don't know what the words are <laughs> i heard <laughs> relictability okay that was full house i don't even yes. it wasn't even one of the ones i named you know them all i do you do uh but before we get into any of that, that great segment that is coming up in just a little bit, uh, and before we even get to what's buzzing, do we have any housekeeping? I do, real quick. Yes. Here. I just want to, uh, for those of you watching, apologize because it, it's looking a little green in the studio today, with the exception of me back here for some You're reason. You're very blue. I'm just always blue. Yeah, I think um, something happened to the lighting. Yeah. So I just, I just want to say we, we tried before we got here. So for anybody who's going to make a comment about that, we know. Yeah. Thank you. No, that, that's a very good point. Something is off with the coloring. Normally, we have a lot of blue lights pointed at us and give it that cool vibe to it. But it's, This is in memorandum of yeah. uh, Miss Piggy and uh, Kermit breaking. I was the just Kermit going side. to say something about the Muppets. Maybe I'm not being Winifred today. Maybe I'm being Fraggle. Uh, you know, red from Fraggle Rock. We can that's do the Muppet all. thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that, all sad. That's, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just... Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm broken up about it, too. I think we all are, so... Uh, we we wish the couple a uh, speedy recovery on their hard times, trials, and tribulations. And uh, Kermit, if you're listening, big fan. <laughs> you know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have words at this point. I just had to string through it to put what I did together, and then you did there. Um, JL, any, any mm. housekeeping for you? No, I am housekeeping less. Yeah, I mean, I have plenty of housekeeping to do at home, but I didn't bring any here. Okay, that's that's definitely a good idea. Uh, no point in bringing your dirtiness nope. to other places. <laughs> I got your that filth. At home. Yeah, don't don't pass around your filth to other places. <laughs> Keep it at home. Uh, I do have one bit of housekeeping. Uh, it, last week we did an email show while I was gone. Uh, no one broke into my house while I was gone. So first off, thank you to every criminal out there for Not leaving. Sparing you. Sparing me this time around. Uh, you, you've you got me before, but you didn't get me this time. Um, 
but we had some people write in saying that our, their emails didn't get read or they had voicemails. Um, if the emails didn't get read, I, I apologize. I, I read every single one that came into either Facebook or the UO podcast at Diz Unplugged account. Uh, if you accidentally send it to Diz Unplugged, the email at disunplugged.com, it might have got brushed under because we get so many emails to there and a lot of spam with it too. Uh, so yeah, if you have emails to send in the future, you need to resend some. Make sure it's being sent to UO Podcast at disunplugged.com so that way we can get them and uh, read them. And in terms of the voicemails, uh, I actually, even though I do suggest that you send voicemails in, I don't have the access to it. It is uh, Dustin who is in charge of it, and I'm not throwing him under the bus here. But Ooh. I don't. I'm not quite sure when the last time he's checked to see which voicemails you had. So if some people sent them in. Uh, this time around, it was all thrown. The email show was thrown together last second, so I didn't have time to really get in touch with him to find out if you had any. So we also weren't shunning you there. Uh, well, and he was and gone. We can catch he you was next gone, time around. So, yeah. Yeah. So he was yeah. gone, and then he had to leave for the show too. He wasn't even a part of it. This is our second three crew in a week, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I apologize to all those people out there that didn't get the advice from us. Uh, to be honest, I don't know why you want our advice to begin with, but some of you out there do want it. So uh, just make sure next time you are using podcast. Sorry, that's my bad. UO podcast at disunplug.com. That will send straight to the universal email, which then uh, I get those. Dustin gets those. I don't know if anyone else gets those yet, but use that. Uh, continue sending in voicemails. We will get around to those eventually as well, too. And uh, Facebook always works as well as Twitter. I was going to say, I don't think Rhino and I get it. I think you're hoarding. Yeah, I d- we don't We don't get it. I, I asked. I just don't get it. I asked God. for it to happen. But Jeez. it's fine. Um, one more bit for the housekeeping, yes, please. Yes, sir. Uh, we're just going to throw out a happy birthday to Dustin West. It's not today. It's tomorrow. But he's not with us for that reason because he's going home to see some family for his birthday. Happy birthday, so. Dustin. Happy birthday, Fran. Yes, happy birthday, Dustin. I guess I completely forgot to mention that Dustin wasn't here. No, you did. You said it. I did? Yeah, yeah. You said... Mm. Oh, you didn't say why. You just said... Oh. Yeah. Okay. Rude. Because you said we were the three at second week in a row. Yep. It's his birthday, though. So, uh, not today. Tomorrow. So, happy birthday, Dustin. Uh, If you're watching this or listening to it, why the heck are you doing it? It's your birthday. Take a week off. You don't need to listen to this garbage. (laughs) Get out of here. It's not garbage. It's great. It's great. Enjoy every second of everything we do. With that, though... We need to do something. Ugh, we need to do something. What the <laughs> hell just came out of my mouth? For there? people who aren't watching, that's going to be a very weird experience. Yep. <laughs> it was very sexual, sensual, sexual. Uh, oh. You can't make this stuff up. No, because what no. you get. Let's uh, check into what's happening in the buzz. Wait. At Echo Effect, you didn't have um, it queued up. I know. What, what do you get paid for anymore? What do you get paid for? My good looks. Okay. Well, at least we know. Well, first up in the buzz, if you... <laughs> now it's just subliminal programming. Yeah. Every now and then. First up in the buzz. Hold on, I got this one. Boom. The Walking Dead will unfortunately officially be returning to Halloween Horror Nights for a record fourth year in a row. Surprise, surprise. Is this the longest any type of franchise has been at Halloween Horror Nights? Uh, I believe it is the longest non-original franchise to be at Halloween Horror Nights as well as also in consecutively. Okay. Um, I don't think even the original concepts happened. And I I could be completely wrong about that. As I've stated multiple, multiple times, uh, I don't do research really well. (laughs) I get distracted and just kind of start on the Wikipedia spiral. Yeah, well, no, I, I just eventually uh, it always ends up on Amazon and I start adding stuff to my wish list that I never buy. Uh, so that's me doing research. Uh, but yeah, I, I only know a lot about the years that I experienced. So this is all just a broad guess, but I know that I have only done Halloween Horror Nights without The Walking Dead for one year. Um, and that's that pains me to say that. I, I only know one year of No Walking Dead. I love, I loved, loved the show The Walking Dead. Yeah. I, won't, yeah. I won't even say that I still Heck love yeah. it. Um, I do. I do still love it. it, it, it it's in just its been at HHN for a really long time yep. now. I, see, my whole problem with it stems 
with the fact that I don't think the show is good anymore now. I, mm. I think they are doing... Just remember, I haven't seen the last uh, six episodes. Uh, no spoilers. I mean, I'm going to watch them this week, though. Okay, well, I'm Promise. not going to spoil it. I'm just saying... It's repetitive, though. It's very repetitive. Uh, everyone jokes about The Walking Dead, saying, oh, yeah, you know, you have ten episodes of nothing happening, and then you have a bloodbath episode, and then you have a big twist. And I, their format needs to change. Um, I think that's why the spinoff, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, is going to be a nice, fresh, mm-hmm. new look at it, because they don't have to follow that same format that people have grown to love. And it's hard for the producers of the show to want to change how it is because it's working. Uh, people, it's still, people are still watching. It's still setting records. There's not much to do about it. But um, I just I feel like the last season of the show wasn't on par. And so that way, whenever you hear the announcement that it's coming to Halloween Horror Nights, that starts to suck right there it's because like, it's eh. based on the last season. Oh, is it, so this is the, the – what was the last season? It just aired six? Uh, was it five? Uh, I think it was five. Five, yeah. Yeah. So, so this is season five now. Yes, this is this one's going to be based on season five. Um, and for those of you who have finished it, you know that I know it, there's another town or something. I think. Don't tell me I'm wrong, but well, wrong. I mean, you obviously know from the first part they're heading towards DC. Well, yeah, that's been the that's been the whole plot of the show, okay. right? Did they get mm-hmm. to DC? No. So I'm okay. ass- I'm assuming like maybe that's the finale they get there. So yeah, I guess. I, I figured it was more than six episodes there. That arc might have just drug on. I'm, I'm well. I'm literally. I I watched like the mid season finale, and then I it came back, and I yeah. I didn't care. No, it's. I just got to get it. I don't want it to be spoiled, but I. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. It's just it wasn't that exciting of a season in terms of making a scary house out of it. Yeah, I I think that's going to be tough. Last year they were able to do such a great job with. You know the path to Terminus. Yeah, there was, that was a cool. lot that happened in that season. Uh, this season started out with Terminus, and just kind of went downhill like, pretty we go- quickly after. Are we going to go to the hospital in this? That's all I could think. Like we're going to go to the hospital, but even when they're at the hospital, nothing happens yeah. at the hospital. There's nothing scary there. It's just they're in this building trying to stay away from the zombies that are down in the the elevator shaft. I, I think they're going to have a tough time pulling this house together. It just. Yeah, it's not going to be like a record-setting house like it was last year. The oh, longest house with the most actors ever. It, so, it, it, so is it a normal-sized house again, or is it what, what's the specifics on here? Did they say anything? They didn't give specifics on size, but I'm guessing it's going to be the just a average size house this huh. time around. So it's but, not being featured as like the headliner house. No, absolutely not. I, I think with the inclusion of being the 25th year and having back Jack the Clown, they can't. They, they can have a show like Walking Dead be featured prominently, but they can't they can't put all their marbles back in the sack. I mean, four years is just too long. And the houses have gotten worse, in my opinion, each year, except for last year. Last year was kind of a step up. I loved it the first year. The second year was whenever it took over every scare zone, and mm-hmm. the house was meh. Third year, woof. And then last year... Was, was that like, no, oh. no scare zones third year? Or no, that sorry. They were third year was a scare zone. I, I just think, completely right? forgot. Yeah, scare zone and a house, and then last year it kind of went back up, and then this will be the fourth year of it. I always think because of the scare zones that that was all separate, but yeah. So three years, three houses, and then one year also every scare zone was mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. But JL is you're obviously still a fan of the show, so you're I showing do. high hopes for it. Well, um, yes. I mean, I love The Walking Dead. I even I did really like this last season, but I do have a difficult time seeing how it is going to be a good house because, as we've discussed, the last season has a lot to do with that suburban, picture-perfect town in D.C., which is the opposite of scary. And while there's a lot of tension and drama that happens, it's not really like... I can't give it away, but it's just, it's kind of like, you know, suburbia goes wrong in many aspects as opposed to bloodbaths with zombies. So basically it's going to be, we're walking through a neighborhood and just zombies are going to start walking around. Like it's no, 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 no. there's not even that many. I mean, as opposed to past seasons, I just, there's not that many zombies. I, I didn't see it before. Last year was the only time I experienced the walking dead 
a part of it. And I thought it was cool. My issue with these houses is that I wish they were more like that Halloween house where there was a recognizable character you can latch onto that takes you through the storytelling. So it was like the babysitter in the Halloween house. And I was hoping like Rick would show up or Daryl or somebody in that house because there were those moments where you were like, I think that's the hat. I think that's the vest or something like that. So kind of like wh- it, they make it so such a like, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking here? Not cliche, but just a broad story. I would look at it as a it's a cookie cutter house with a zombie story. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. there there are zombies there, but I think a lot of the in this last season, a lot of the drama comes with fighting between the actual people. Yeah. Rather than people versus the zombies, so it's hard to imagine how that's going to be. Really terrifying. The upside is is that I can possibly walk through this house with my eyes open most of the time. No, that's well good because I'm going to I'm going to be pushing you in front of me. So that's, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, the the main problem with these houses to me is just they they borrow so much from what happens in the show in terms of okay, you went through this town or you went through this specific place and that they don't focus on the characters in these houses. So it's more on the scenery mm-hmm. that's surrounding it and then little yeah. nods to the show here and there yeah. and little things you need to pick up on and that that's great. That is fantastic. However, do something completely original with zombies. They can come up yeah. with a better idea or they can borrow from another franchise. They did Resident Evil. I was just going to say zombies. Was, Resident Evil would that be That cool. was a decent It house. was a decent house. It was. I would put that above some of the Walking Dead houses. Um, I would. When did they do the Resident Evil house? Second year. The second year specifically. What's that? When did they do the uh, Resident Evil house? Um, was that in the last, last five years? Year? No, it wasn't last then year. Then it was two years it ago. It was two years ago, yeah. It was in the um it was in one of the sound stages that they used the queue as the big uh down and backs in front of the stage. Did they um was it just like general Resident Evil franchise or was it film based? Or was it like video it game based? It was video, video game, based. game based. Interesting. Yeah. Or no. even like um they did such a good job with Silent Hill, I thought, when they did that. Yeah. I was terrified no, was... out of my mind. I had never even seen the movie and that that house scared me. Weird the... movie. Jesus out of me. The video game's good. The movie sucks. Yeah. The movie's It's just awful. so weird. It's garbage. But, no, I, I'm upset about Walking Dead. We knew it was already going to happen. Yeah. Uh, all, it's all just falling into place at this point with the houses that uh, were leaked to be coming, and then they finally get announced. I mean, it's it's all panning out the way we thought it would. Um, and how, how many left? Uh, we've had three official announcements at this point. Freddy versus Jason, Insidious, Insidious, The Walking Dead. So we'll get through. There's two more. One more. Um, one more house based on a movie, I think. And then and the rest are the original. The rest are originals or might be two more. I can't remember I heard without a rumor. looking at my notes. What's that? I heard a rumor. Rumor. Let's go. Rumor, rumor, rumor. Buzz. Buzz. Rumor. <laughs> I heard that American Werewolf is coming back. Oh no, yeah, that's that's been confirmed. They haven't officially announced it. Yeah, uh, it's been confirmed in other ways. Okay, too. Um, Puppetry. Yeah, just because of they have to start training puppeteers and all that. Got it. And those animatronics, and actually, they might have announced it. If no, they didn't. Out of myself for getting that inside scoop. Plus, it was an awesome house. It'll be good to have it back. Oh yeah. No, I, it's, it's. I never got good. to see it, so I'm excited. <gasps> you will this year. Yeah. You so. can't throw me in front on this house, though, because I can't handle that. Very one. scary. Watch we'll the movie see. first. And, yeah, I will. Uh, I will. I guess in terms of other house, since we're just dropping other Halloween horror nights, uh, for anyone who's been to the park recently, you may have noticed all the nonsense that is dealing around Shrek right now with their queue and being given uh, return time tickets. That's because in order to make the nine houses that they're doing this year for Halloween horror nights, uh, they have to use part of shrek to actually build this house so if you're wondering well i was always told shrek sucks and i should be able to just walk right into the show uh normally that would be true for the most part but right now because they're building a house in it they're really clogging up that queue screwing things up so we apologize shrek's really good it's really good i know you want to hit it hit it hard quit it wham bam thank you shrek Wham, bam, thank you, Shrek. And then in other unrelated news, have you seen the Chris Farley doing the voice of Shrek? No. No? 
There's just someone released test footage of apparently Chris Farley recorded between 80 and 90 percent of the dialogue for Shrek, and he was supposed to be the star, but then when he passed away, I think I just Mike Myers took in. It's yeah. been trending on Facebook for the past day now. Okay. Or at least the past start to this day. Well, so. Isn't there a, like a documentary about um, yeah. him that it just, just came out or something? Last week. Okay, so yeah. that must have that must have been part yep. of it. Though. It's all coming out around it now. So that's your latest Shrek news, too. Lots of it's just all coming over the place. Let's get on to the next and most unimportant buzz item we have maybe had in a long time, uh, and that is dates for the 2016 version of a celebration of Harry Potter have been announced, and it is no surprise the last weekend in January. Just like last time around, January 29th to the 31st. Yes, you see, I remember my wand moves from last I'm, year. I better be going this time. Well, don't don't have plans don't during worry. the weekend that it is. Yeah. I got rid of all my friends. I, nobody's getting married anymore. That's a good point. <laughs> just been waiting. The best way to never have plans is to have no friends Cut and no responsibilities. Um, no families either. Just get rid of everyone via... Like a shut-in. I, I almost said hermit, but then I was afraid I was going to say Kermit if I would have said it too soon. And we just don't want to go back down that Kermit He's just road. not ready to get out yet. He's got so, some, he needs some time. He needs he needs time. Uh, but yeah, Celebration of Harry Potter coming back that last weekend. Um, if you didn't check out our coverage of it this year, then go back and start doing it. It was episode like 23, 24. I don't know off the top of my head. And I still don't have internet in here, so I can't look up these fun little tidbits and have my notes with me because of it so i'm sorry i apologize but uh there's plenty of content out there from it including what we did on the show a bunch of videos some appearances of jl doing some wand master classing with paul harris um awesome so far they haven't really announced if there will be any celebrities attending this year i'm sure it'll be the the typical bunch the the weasley twins ivana lynch Mm, yeah um uh, you can pretty much guarantee yeah, that yeah. those three will show up to anything. Um, hopefully they can attract some bigger names with it too, because as going the year before and then attending this past year, it started to feel a little stale. Danny's not coming um, guys. What's that? Danny ain't coming. No, he's probably not coming. Not pro- oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Not. No, yeah. he's not. Danny ain't coming. No. He's just finding more ways to expose himself without getting arrested. Yeah. I love that guy. I don't care. <laughs> I still have managed never to see that photo. Okay. So the magic, quite literally, is still alive for me. <laughs> literally. Literally. Not figuratively. I don't, I don't think literally. Was Literal magic. Hmm. Magic is real. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, we will, of course, be releasing more information about a celebration of Harry Potter as details are announced for it. Uh, I would not expect these details for quite some time. But then again, I mean, this year's been flying. It's already we're already in first August. weekend of August, mm-hmm. so that's that's only uh, crazy. five months away from whenever this event will actually happen. So it's I'd bonkers. say probably the next three months. Give it a nice three month gap of laying low, maybe maybe a little hints every now and then because they're going to have their exclusive vacation packages that they always uh, do that will include. Well, I'm that's speculating. I'm sure they'll do it again where they have a special after party inside Diagon Alley, uh, which was amazing last year. We attended it. It's not yes. going to be as good as Disapalooza. Oh. So for all those who are signed up for Disapalooza this year, uh, you're going to get a better deal than that because uh, we're all normal, whereas all the ones who go to that event are weirdos. I'm joking. They're not weirdos. We went. Um, I apologize. We had a great time. We had a great time. Um yeah, and some celebrities will show up. They'll have some great panels, I'm sure, some special merchandise. Uh, I will be there attending it, reporting on it. I'm not as excited about it. This is like, for me, this is the downer buzz. Aww. It's two things I'm not super excited about anymore. You've kind of been there, done that? The Walking Dead and Celebration of Harry Potter. It's a really great event. You know what might, it, might be something to look forward to, though? Maybe with the new movie coming out. Maybe we'll maybe they'll throw some stuff our way in that. That, w- that would make Farrell, it worthwhile it? to me. That would definitely. It was it, honestly the way I look at it. It was very similar to how I felt about Star Wars weekends this year. Um, yeah, it just felt 
like it's su- it's such a repetitive event and i get it that not everyone attends all of these things like we do they don't attend every single year yeah, after but year this after was year. their first year um, with that property so it should have been like extra special it should have and a celebration of harry potter if you didn't attend the first two years i uh, don't take it as me like complaining about it or anything i'm not it's a great event um it's I, just I, when you're reporting on it, exactly. you feel like you're saying the same thing over and yeah, over. Yeah, and I've seen them at two Celebration of Harry Potter events plus the opening of Diagon Alley. I've heard every question that anyone can possibly think of asking these uh, celebrities, and everything's just starting to all blur together. It's all the same. If you haven't done it before, I highly, highly recommend it. It's also a great time to be in Florida because of the weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So January 29th through the 31st, of course, if you ever need help booking it, dreamsunlimitedtravel.com can hook you up. Yes, I can. They're experts. So That was really good product placement there. I try. I do my best. Um, and if you're also looking for a very good pair of slacks, I suggest Macy's. Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to say Dreams Unlimited Travel, too. Dreams I was like, we're in the travel. pant business now. We're thinking about going into it. So just pants, though, slacks. guys. Slow just down. slacks. Yeah. Trousers. Trousers, slacks, and corduroy. Oh, God. That's going to do it for the buzz. Sorry to disappoint everyone who wanted to, to continue on. I felt like that was like a nice stop transition, too. Yeah. So I could edit all is. that rambling about slacks out, and it just hard cut. So are we going to the mid-show shuffle? Cue the shimmy? <laughs> well, I don't want to do it now because you just took that over. Sorry. It's okay. Actually, I didn't plan anything for the mid-show shuffle. Oh, well, at least we got the oh. shimmy in. Yeah. My shoulders are pissed. Well, see, this was one of those weeks I was going to skip the buzz uh, because just for me, those two stories we ended up with, we always... I always say that we're not going to be able to like get a lot of content out of it, and then, geez, we just talked about twenty minutes people on both of those two. Pulling items. their hair out over it. So yeah, I mean, there's people at home. Shut up, just <laughs> shut up, move on already. Jesus, please. Jesus, please shut up, move on. If Rhino says what, like one more time, I'm going to just cut myself. <laughs> And for those of you who aren't out there saying that, well, thank you for sticking with us. Um, yeah. No mid-show shuffle this week. I want to just jump into the meat and potatoes of this show. And this week, of course, that is the Family's Guide to Universal Orlando. I already explained it at the top of the show. I don't think I need to explain it again. Mm-mm. But uh, for those of you who fast-forward and ignored it, I'm going to. But oh. just in a briefer version. Okay. Oh, just threw you for a loop there. So, uh JL has been writing blogs again, as I've already said, about her family's perspective on the attractions at Universal Orlando. She did all of the ones in New York. The only one that hasn't been released so far is the Blues Brothers. That will be going up today along with this show. And uh, so she has now done Revenge of the Mummy, Twister, and Blues Brothers will be going up. And that's all her family perspectives on it. But for those of you who don't know how to read, therefore have ignored those articles, we are going to make sure you can now listen to some of what they had to say as well as uh, uh, look at us repeating what they had to say. What? So I just got lost. We're looking at us or we're looking at them? Well, we're looking at us. Okay. Talking for them. I got it. Okay. So... JL, why don't you give us how did, how have you felt about doing this to begin with? Well, Craig, <laughs> I really want I really want <laughs> you Dr. to tell me. It's actually been a really great experience. Uh, my family is traditionally a Disney family, and I I don't know. I raised my kids on Disney. We never went to Universal until we got passes for them this past year, and so we're taking that park attraction by attraction, as you said, and breaking it down. Mm. What I've been doing is we'll go, we'll do an attraction. When we get home, I sit each kid down and interview them to find out exactly uh, you know, how the attraction struck them, if they liked it, didn't like it, what they liked about it, what they think other people need to know about it, and whether they would uh, consider it something that they wanted to do again. All of my kids are um, very different, not just in age, but in personality. So... My oldest is Margot, and she's 15, and she's rather, 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 wow, I'm, 
I am picking up your bad habits. I'm sorry. However, this also saves me time because I was going to ask you to describe each of your kids before we got into it. Look at me anticipating your needs. Um, Okay, so Margo's 15, and she's a little bit timid. Um, Not really into roller coasters or things that are where she feels like she's... It's not that... She doesn't mind things that are scary, but... She doesn't like feeling like she's in danger. Yeah. So she can watch something scary. She doesn't want to be in something scary. Um, and she also is pretty deadpan with how she talks about things to you and. Oh, wow. Yeah. You I, and Margot kind of, you know, they've got a little bit of a similar sense of humor. And I would say that would be called being peas in a pod. Yes, I believe so. And um, then there's Miller. He's my son, 13. And. Um, if you've been reading the blog posts, you'll you'll see because I describe him there. He's he's pretty laid back and is easygoing, is fine with doing what everyone else wants to do. He's um, he doesn't have to do thrilling things. He's not like an adrenaline junkie. He doesn't search for that. Sometimes it makes him nervous, but at the same time, he's also willing. If everyone else wants to do something, he's you know cool with giving stuff a try. He's probably the most open-minded of my three children and um, the most, he just walks into something kind of blank slate and willing to take whatever, you know, allow it to be whatever it is without somebody um, influencing his opinion prior to experiencing it for himself. And um, then there's my youngest, Ellie. She's 10, soon to be 11 in a few weeks. And she's, uh, she's the party girl. In the family. She's the daredevil. She loves, she's an adrenaline junkie, loves thrill rides, wants to do anything and everything, especially if it's going to scare her or freak her out or present some type of like physical challenge. Uh, she's the one that likes to participate in um, and interact with people. She's kind of the lively one, the spark plug of the group. Oh, yeah. I would definitely say that describes her well yeah she's just from our random encounters yeah she's she's lively yes so um and then there's me um i'm the mommy and um hey i'm joking (laughs) i'm kidding i um (laughs) i traditionally am a thrill seeker i love roller coasters i'm not a huge super big fan of simulated rides because i am a little bit prone to motion sickness when Mm -hmm. it comes to those and, um, but at the same time, I'm getting older. So as whereas before I used to do like everything that I possibly could, um, I, I was an adrenaline junkie. I'm not so much anymore. Like yeah. I'm kind of still there, but I might be outgrowing it a little. Has this whole experience kind of showed that since you've been going and doing a lot of these attractions over and over again? Yeah. yeah. So like, um, well, we're not discussing it on, in this particular one, but like when our family did Rip Ride Rocket. Yeah. I loved it. Do not want to do it two times in a row. Whereas, you know, in my younger days, it would have been like, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Now, one time I'm good. For for that day. Zero times and I'm good. (laughs) Well, Rhino, that's because you're a rhino. Mm -hmm. But uh, anything else to say about yourself? What's your uh, sign? Are you Pisces? I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. We're Scorpio people. I always start with Pisces because that's what I am. I like long walks on the beach and my favorite color is red. Mm -hmm. Now, do you prefer sunsets or sunrises on the beach or midday? question. Or just completely night? I'm pretty much going with uh, high noon. Okay. It's a good movie. It's a warm time of day. (laughs) Uh, So I guess the next thing I have to ask, if people want to get in contact with you about these long walks on the beach... Would oh, you encourage um, them no, or discourage uh, them? Okay, yeah. Her home address. Oh, yes. dear. <laughs> That's not where we were going with this. Please don't <laughs> contact me about long walks on the beach. But if you want to contact me about my family's experience at Universal, you can write to me at Jenny Lynn at DisneyInfo.com. Or they could probably just comment at the bottom of each article that goes up. Or you could do that. that. I like comments on the bottom of my articles. I know. They're, they're fun to respond to. Yeah. But, okay, let's just jump into this. Now that we know the family, the fam. The fam. As I might say. We, we just fammed the fam. Okay. I hate you. It's a travel agent. 
travel industry term. I don't think anyone listening got that. <laughs> That's why I re-explained it. The best jokes are jokes you have, have to explain to go back multiple times. Um, that's what I've always believed. So the first thing I want to start out with um, is the original one that you did to even kick off this whole series, and that was Revenge of the Mummy. Uh, yeah. We've did you you forgot about that already, didn't you? You might have to remind me a little bit, but I think I have the basic. I think I remember um, what the basic reactions yeah. were. Well, and the funny part too is I feel like you kind of wrote your descriptions of your kids based on that original article because uh, the first time around everything you used to describe them was basically how they felt about their ride. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so your first one was Revenge of the Mummy. And for those of you who out there who aren't familiar with Revenge of the Mummy, uh, we've talked about it a lot on this show. It is a roller coaster hybrid type attraction. Indoors. Indoors, completely indoors, that is set up uh, half roller coaster, half kind of dark ride feel to it. Very slow moving, uh, very frightening at some portions, uh, yeah, in Rhino's like a, opinion. It's like a roller coaster it that tells a story. Yeah. Oh, it tells a great story. So they're they're filming The Mummy, and a, a sequel to The Mummy, and The a Curse is real. A sequel to The Second Mummy. Yes, a sequel to The Sequel. Yes. But not Scorpion King. A and not, not Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Or, I'm sorry. The Dragon. Emperor's New <laughs> The Dragon. <laughs> the Emperor's New Groove. The, the Dragon. You already did it. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, go back. Um and so because of the style of the ride uh, and the fact that there's mummies jumping out all over the place and, well, just one mummy in particular and fire and darkness, uh, this this one is definitely a thrill ride. Got some launches in there. Send you off. Uh, it, personally, it's, it's one of my favorites. It's high up there on the recommendation. I feel like whenever we get to it on the Hall of Fame, this will be a, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, send in for the Hall of Fame, but this isn't a Hall of Fame show. This is about kids. So, JL, do you remember how you described the ride? We'll start with you. I stinking love this ride. Stinking love it. I would go. This is a ride I'm that I would. Loving it. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I would go on this ride every time I go to Universal. Maybe multiple times in one day. I love the fact that it's, you know, got the story along with the thrill aspect of it. And the thrills aren't so, like, you know, when you get off the ride, I don't feel like my brain hurts, you know, um, from from being on it. So I love the special effects that are in it. It's not just a roller coaster. It all comes together really well. I have yes. a question. Uh, are your, um, How familiar are you and your children with those movies? I've watched all of the movies. They have not seen any of these movies, although being on the ride has piqued their interest. That's I, that's what I'm curious about, yeah, how, how that works. Yeah, went. they would like to see them. I have to watch them one more time to the, make sure that I think they're okay. But. Well, the first and second one are fine. I don't say just the first. The first one's a good, solid, yeah. fun, fun like Indiana Jones type. Yeah, I feel like I remember in the second one, there's like a girl that does not wear all of her clothes. A Nox well, on a Moon? No, A Nox on a Moon. That's in the first one. It's not that Bad, no. and it's just that one that's that, that one scene where he comes up to her in the opening of the movie but yeah. it's, it's uh, so you can't I can even just tell. cover Miller's eyes through the one part uh, would be yeah. Yeah. No, he's 13 now right <gasps> Craig it's PG-13 he could have seen that all by himself yeah, he's he's technically allowed to see lady stuff, lady parts by himself. I will no. be closing his eyes. Okay, well he'll then he'll be going back and rewatching it. <laughs> <laughs> I got one for the bank. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> please don't talk this way about my son. <laughs> that was me when I was a kid. Well, I, I mean, watched we these movies did. with my dad. I was like, oh, Sarah Connor. This was before everything went down. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> oh wow, I just got uncomfortable. Okay, so. <laughs> So where, where are we going with this? Um, okay, so we just talked about it. Yeah, the first movie, great. Second one, what the heck is going on with that stupid balloon? And then they just get worse and worse from there. Uh, but the movies aren't the point. The ride was the point. So for your demographic, which we would call, uh, I'll say a a young parent. Tread lightly. Not a young, not like, not 16 and pregnant style pregnant, obviously, but for a... Not a middle-aged person by any means. How old were you when you what had your it? first kid? Is that too, too personal? We'll say an adult. No, it's, that's not personal. I, I think I mean, you I were older young... than my mother when you had your first I kid. Might, I mean, I guess by today's standards, I was a young mommy, but I was 23. Oh, yep. You, My mom had at least two of us. I think the third one was there, too. But Okay. So, so. we will say for an adult who does not suffer from old age motion sickness issues yet, 
mummy. This is this is a must do. Absolutely, if you uh, can handle fast movement, um, yeah, do it. Do not miss this. Under, I mean, this has to be a priority. Good. Well, Margot, the uh, the oldest of your bunch, and more timid, and more timid. She described the queue as pretty interesting to look at, uh, but that was the most positive thing she could say about the oh, attraction. Oh no! Yeah. Well, she's a little. She like I said, she's not the thrill seeker. She um, she went on this ride because she knows she has to for my job, and um, also we had her bring a friend, so that always makes it go easier. She's a little bit more compliant when that happens, but um, so she did find the queue interesting, and she liked the story that was being told. But we got on the ride, and it wasn't terrible. It's a ride that she can handle. She yeah. kind of puts it more in the – she says she can tolerate it. There's parts of it that she can she can find enough enjoyment in it that she's willing to repeat it if necessary. Exactly. Just, but, okay. But she's not going to just say, hey, let's go on the mummy. Yeah. And she said there's parts that make her uneasy, but she would do it for the sake of others. Yes. This is one that she's willing to – make that effort for the for the the good of the group yeah so i would say a good way to put it is the mummy for the scaredy cat it's still doable still doable just um with good intentions with yeah yeah i mean don't drag them on if they're kicking and screaming the main reason why she's okay with this there's no steep drops in it and you don't go upside down it's Uh, dark too that's nice for me like i my fears are similar to hers where i like i'm i like that you you don't know you just feel like you're on the ground the whole time pretty Mm -hmm. much and it's just i that's how i tell people i'm always like it's like a fast car it's really fast that's the main part of it there's you know a few little extra things in there you go backwards for a portion of it and there's it can be kind of like a little bit you know sudden stops and things like that but this was not too much for her. It's something that she is willing to do again, just not something she's going to... She's not dying to do it. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> well, in kind of that description of it is a lot of what Miller's opinion of it, your middle, your son. The boy. The only boy in the brood or whatever you would call it. I know. Bless his heart. Um, but he he kind of warned people of those sudden stops, the moments of things popping out. Um, it seemed like he enjoyed it from it but he he picked up on that mystery of the ride and and really understood that it could be a lot for people but was he bothered by it do you think no, no. he enjoyed it as well um this is definitely something that miller will do again now because he's not an adrenaline junkie it's it's more it is still more like i think it's just going to depend on his mood in the day there will be some times where he'd be like yeah let's do this and then there'd be other times where you're like well, let's skip this today he's really middle road about yeah. this one there's again he enjoyed it he likes it but he as you said he's also aware that there's some aspects of it that may not be the most pleasant type of experience for others who are um, a little hesitant and l your youngest loved it she'd loved ride it. this all day long That's absolutely good. all day long she just loves this ride these little kids these days, they're so... I, my aunt's daughter, she's just like... It, it, she goes on front row of everything, and I'm just always like... You Clara. guys saw what it was like to... No, not Clara. <laughs> Clara, not Clara. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, Clara does go on stuff, though. Um, but How does she react to them? I know. Please, please. <laughs> please. I don't think I can do it. I think I'm too do loud it. to do it. Do it. Uncle Ryan! Help! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she watches this show. Yeah, she that does mind. not get old. I do it to her face, though. <laughs> She's four years old, by the way, everybody. I'm just a terrible uncle. Um, but uh, it's just it's crazy to me because I just think, like, man, these kids are so fearless. It's always the youngest. The ones you least expect to go on the mm-hmm. ride seem to be the ones who are hopping in the front seat mm-hmm. these days. I don't know. It's cool. Well, let's move on to our next attraction in New York. Twister, dot, 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 ride it out. Uh, we just did our Universal Hall of Fame show on it i actually i haven't checked the voting on it to see how it's going uh i would assume it's still going very downhill and as a no for twister but we'll have more updates on that in a later show about where it stands um but we we've (laughs) discussed enough about twister on the show recently that i'm not going to go through it again you stand in a room you see a tornado after watching a bunch of awful movies with bill paxton and helen hunt hating each other (laughs) um so um, this time around, I'm going to start with L, the daredevil, the one who shouldn't be frightened of Twister. And she was 
absolutely horrified really? of this. No, nah, I'm joking. I, I was oh, like, okay. I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't remember that. Her, her Did exact, you have a talk with her? Nah, her exact quote was, it wasn't that much of awesome. It was kind of boring just standing around. Yeah, mm. that sounds like Ellie. <laughs> she just, she was, you know, she was okay with it, but she, um, she was bored. Yeah. I mean, she actually, she was right, I'm gonna laughing. Ask, mask again. Kids seen the movie or not? Nope. My no? kids have not okay. seen this movie. And um, the, the most of the movie they saw were the clips and the pre-shows. Um, she just, she was bored. Um, and she wasn't scared at all. In fact, she thought it was comical because, <laughs> the cow. you know, yeah, because it's trying to be serious, but, you know, failing miserably. <laughs> and, um, you know, that cow flies across the, the room and it's just like, she was just really like, Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think this kind of goes through a lot of your family and uh, anyone who goes through there. Because then we'll jump to Margot, uh, resident scaredy cat. And she said she would repeat the experience, but it was said in a reluctance as she admitted that she was mildly bored. Yep, she was bored as well. Um, Margot was probably... <sighs> I want to say the most bored because while Elle was bored, she also was laughing quite a bit <laughs> more, more because laughing at it rather than with it. And, um, Margo, you know, there were parts where Margo was laughing as well, but she didn't even, she was more thinking this is just dumb, um, where it didn't even bring a laugh for her and not as much as the other kids. Uh, well, I think that Miller seemed to actually genuinely like it. He did. Miller enjoyed it. Now, again, Miller's middle of the road kind of guy and he walks into things. He's, he's the most blank slate, you know, open-minded when he's doing something. He, um, he kind of got the little bit of the creepy vibe. I think he was fascinated by some of the special effects. Um, he enjoyed it, also found it funny, but um, at the same time, I, I think he he probably appreciated it in the way that the creative team that designed the attraction was hoping that people would appreciate it. Okay, so we got essentially boring with a few startling parts, and you can appreciate some of the details, basically, from all the kids. Yeah, but, yeah. But as the parent... How I, I don't want to go at this from how you felt about the ride. We know how you feel about the ride from Bass Shows. But is, as a parent, is this something that you should drag your family to? Is it worth, no. the, is hassle? It worth yeah. the hassle of rounding up the family and making them stand in line? Are, are nope. they going to leave this happy enough that you don't have to feel like I got to go buy you ice cream to make up for this? No, uh, we left. I definitely felt like I needed to do something with the kids <laughs> afterwards to make it okay. Here's that five dollars, everybody. <laughs> I had to go like take them to you know some kind of cool quick service in the in the park to make them feel like they did something worthwhile while they were there. Um, no, it's not. If you've got time to kill, fine. If you need to be in an air conditioner, if like if your kids are hot, this is a good pick. But um, if there's no line and you can just walk in, okay. Um, if not, please don't force your family to do this. Um, they, they'll resent you. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Fantastic. <laughs> um, the last experience in New York that you covered as part of this segment, uh, you just recently did, and that mm. was watching the Blues Brothers show. Yeah. This was really um, – this was interesting because it was yeah. – Again, movie? Nope. Actually, none of us have de- seen this movie, not even myself. Okay, I'm, I'm also a little guilty of, like, I've seen pieces of it, but I've never seen all the way through. And sadly, I've seen the sequel all the way through. That's awful. Yep. You should be ashamed of yourself. Um, well, for the record, and I hope you do this, have you watched it since you did this, or you still haven't seen it? No, because we just did this two days ago. Okay, I believe the movie is on Netflix. It was at oh, one is it? point. I'll watch it then. Um, then we will be watching but, it. But, yeah, well, not the kids. This is not oh, a okay. adult movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this is. This is no. This is a after they go to bedtime mommy. movie. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for a heads up. <laughs> you know what's interesting? For whatever they haven't seen it, but they did tell me they were like, "Mom, so did you know that the Blues Brothers movie is rated R?" Which yeah. I guess they had looked into that, but they had told me 
They said, but that was because it was an old movie and it wouldn't be rated R if it was re-rated. Uh, oh, no, it, it would I'm still be sure rated R. Yeah. <laughs> okay. From what I know about it, yeah. It sounds like your kids are, kids, kicks, your kicks are trying to coax you <laughs> they might. into watching an R-rated movie. They might be. Well, anyway, no, none of us have seen the movies. Um, none of us have even seen the SNL skits that yeah, the movie that originated came, from. Yeah, that the movie came from. So, um we were kind of, we all went into this with a bit of a disconnect. And our reactions were um, fundamentally the same, um, although varying levels of excitement. But um, so Elle, she's normally, like I said, she's the party girl, the one who's most likely to engage and jump in and all that. So I thought she'd be kind of into this, mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it's supposed to be an upbeat show. Should I describe the show first? Yeah, let's let's describe it. Okay. So it's just on this little corner of a stage on, on New York Street. Um, it's, it's so small that it's actually very easy to just walk past it and not notice it. Yeah. Um, you wait there. A lot of people gather on the curb that's on the opposite side of the street where the stage is. Um, but we did find that as the time grew closer for the show to start, people started um, kind of filling up the street area. So you'd, I don't know if you really want to camp on that one curb because people are just going to end up standing in front of you. Yeah, We had to get up and move in order to still be able to see. You, um, you, hear, the, you hear it happening before you see it because the Blues Brothers are in their cop car, which apparently is something from the movie. And, but this cop car has like a big Speaker. megaphone yep. on the top of the car and they're talking through a walkie-talkie CB thing, um, broadcasting as they go through the streets, kind of calling to people to follow them to the show. So the car turns the corner. It comes down the street where the stage is, stops dead in the middle of the street. And as soon as that happens, they just, they jump out of the car and it is high energy immediately. They're, you know, jumping, engaging the crowd, gathering everyone. They go to the stage and it's immediately bam into the show you go there's not really any waiting or um building up it's just here it is and it's interesting because it really is within seconds everyone is engaged yeah i was not expecting the enthusiasm in the crowd that we saw but there were people that were specifically there had been waiting to see that show and as soon as they jumped out and the music started people were clapping and dancing and and all of this um it's very high energy and one of the things i was most pleasantly surprised about that's some pretty good talent oh yeah i i don't know what i was expecting but i was not expecting it you have the blues brothers there's jake and elwood and then there's a third character, Mabel, the waitress. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she's from the movie. That was Aretha Franklin's character in the movie. Yeah. Okay, well, that would be why she sings the Aretha Franklin song in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is Jazz, the saxophonist. Mm-hmm. Is he in the movie as well? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, they're all there. And they're amazing. Um, to the point that my kids, who know nothing about the show, were very taken with the characters. Um, especially the saxophonist. They loved the saxophonist. They thought that he was fantastic. Two of the three actually um, stated that he was the highlight of the entire show for them, that saxophone player. Mabel, the girl that they have playing Mabel, is amazing to the point like I think that Aretha Franklin would go, I mean, she just nailed that uh, she sings Respect for one of the sets. Yep. The set that we saw, she sings Respect, and she was really good. Um, I think that uh, it's a credit to Universal finding the right talent for these shows. I mean, we've seen it with Celestina Warbeck yeah. and the Banshees the, Inside, Diagon Alley. They know, I, I would almost argue they know better than Disney World how to find good, talented singers. There was not a single note that was missed. They've got the the harmonica playing, and they, you know they got their dance moves. It was really fantastic. It's also really short. Yeah, it's like three songs, and then right when you're at the height of what you think is the most excitement, then it's done, and they jump back in their car and off they go, and it's over. The crowd scatters, and you're on your way. It's so fast; it feels very much, you know, just kind of like a little blink. Yeah, that so not happens. fast and furious. Or Fast and Furious. No. Okay. No. Fantastic. But good. 
So, um, <laughs> anyway, Elle, um, Elle was kind of disconnected mm-hmm. with it. She, you know, obviously hasn't seen the movies or know, doesn't know the characters. And because she's so young, didn't really know the songs. I think yeah. she knew Jailhouse Rock. But the other ones, she was kind of like, okay. Um, so, she enjoyed it. She liked it. But she wasn't. Um, it wasn't necessarily what I was expecting. I thought that she was going to like kind of try to jump in and participate. There's yeah. one time where they actually come off the stage and try to get everyone engaged in a conga line, which everyone did, um, except for my child. She was kind of like, oh, no, well, I, we're going to let them go and do that. I get it. Stranger danger. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. She was not. She, she Like I said, she liked it, but she wasn't like, yeah. In love with it. No. Um, Miller liked it. He he was he was good. He he's always so mindful of other people and and so he was kind of he told me that he thought that other people should know that it might be a little bit too loud. Mm-hmm. If you're uncomfortable with loud noises, this is a loud concert. But um you know, he he really liked the music. I asked him if he'd want to see it again. He said he was like, "Yeah, I would if they as long as they, you know, do different songs yeah. every time and they do do different songs." <laughs> they do, do 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 do. <laughs> That's the second time we did that this year. I show. know. That should be the drinking word for this episode. Hashtag doo-doo. Um, so they do do different sets with, I think they do five shows a day. Mm-hmm. So it rotates. Um, this is something he would want to repeat. I asked Ellie if she'd want to repeat that. She was like, well, I mean, I could, but only if the other thing that was, you know, an option to do was more boring. Like she, <laughs> she was kind of like... <laughs> If this is, you know, the least boring of the two things that I can do, then she was she was pretty much like I would watch it again, but I'm pretty sure we can find something else to that better to do with our time. A little snot nosed brat. (laughs) Margot enjoyed it as well, but also was you know disconnected enough. She appreciated the music. She also was a little bit taken back by the rest of the audience who she noted as hyped up because they really were. I don't know if we just had a good crowd that day or what it was, but everyone was into it. What what do you think? Are people normally that responsive? Uh, I typically, anytime I'm there, I will see some people waiting for it. But for the most part, it's that once they get started and once the car pulls up, a lot of people just kind of walk over and then they'll get really interested. And I mean, they sing all these classic blues songs. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are very recognizable. And that's why I was super excited to hear the family aspect on this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because for, for me, this is what like something that really appeals to me as a kid. I don't think this would have appealed to me at all. I can remember my parents uh, still telling me to this day that they would take me to watch like the acts that they'd have in the UK at Epcot and that I would always hate it and not want to do it. And now bands like the Beatles and other British invasion ones are some of my favorites. So yeah, well, we, like I said, we got the gamut. Ellie was kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to do this unless there's really nothing better to do. Miller was like, yeah, I think I'd like to do this again. Mm -hmm. As long as it's kind of a new experience, it's not the same thing every time. Margot, um, was noticing, you know, the hyped up people. Like I said, um, I, there were literally men dancing in the street. Men, like the dads. Like, the people who are normally standing in the street like this with their arms crossed, like, all right, I'm here to, you know, make my family happy, but don't expect me to show any type of enjoyment. Dancing. That's good to hear, though. Yeah. Um, that's a, like that's I, a testament. With the, they started the conga line. Everybody jumped in. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, Margot's reaction to it was... Um, she did think that she would like to see it again. However, she felt going on the rides would be a better use of her time. So it wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't like, um, Ellie who was like, well, you know, like I, I'll watch it if we really need to. El- and Margo was more like, yeah, like I would enjoy watching this again, but I don't want to sacrifice something else, something else for it. That's that's a great opinion, though. That's something that every family should need to know mm-hmm. before going into it. So, uh, and then just real quick, yours, your thoughts. Um, I enjoyed it. Okay, so I'm very much a ride. I'm very ride oriented. I am not show or parade oriented. Fireworks. It depends on the fireworks. Um, I like 
doing something I don't necessarily enjoy observing as much. However, this show did grab me in a way that I wasn't quite expecting it to. I think that it was because um, of the energy mm-hmm. that it puts out immediately. I also think it's because of the songs. Um, even though I haven't seen the movie and I don't know the characters, I did know the songs. And I am telling you what, that Mabel the Waitress, You're I mean, I was hooked. I would love to hear more from Mabel if you're out there and you're listening. I'm a big fan. Um, I think the other thing that I liked about it, at first I was very conflicted because I was like, it's really good that it's short because, um, I like I said, I'm not a, a, a show person. But on the other hand, by, when it actually was done, I was kind of like, I'm not sure that I'm ready for this to be done. Yeah. I, was, I was enjoying it so much. But I kind of found the middle ground where I thought, Maybe it's just absolutely perfect the way that it is. It's short enough that you don't feel like you're sacrificing something else for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you're getting something out of it. But you are getting something out of it. it you're, you're in, you're out, you move on, and you've had a good time. I think it, it's a good fit for if you happen to be in the area and the show is starting. Um, this one's actually worth stopping and waiting. Would I go out of my way to make it to that area of the park to see this show? No. But if I happen to be there and it was happening, it's it's worth taking those few extra minutes um, to to do this. Or like, let's say you've got something like a, a dining reservation that's coming up and you're waiting for that time, um, but you don't have enough time to squeeze in a ride and this happens to be playing. This is a worthwhile uh, way to spend that time since you know you're not able to go on a ride fantastic um that does it that's all that there there is in new york so uh thank you so much for taking your kids and having these experiences and it's a tough uh, sharing job them but on the somebody's blog gotta do it yeah well no i, I really <laughs> appreciate it. uh this ended up being a great segment i think uh not that i didn't think it wasn't gonna be but i think it's gonna end up helping mm-hmm. a lot of people uh because of it as well as all your blogs and of course we'll have links to all the well the relevant blogs for this show in there and uh of course we're gonna keep doing this as uh more more lands and islands get completed in the long run and you can find all of those blogs at universal.wdwinfo.com you'll find our show notes at disunplug.com uh and that's where you'll find links to the contact that we already had a heart to heart about earlier um and also links to facebook twitter uh, itunes everywhere that you need to like follow us subscribe and uh give us feedback because that is most important to us in the long run uh, that's the only way we can get better or know that we're doing just terrible terrible things with our lives um yeah just ended on a bummer i know yeah, you kind of turned that one around really really fast. anyone who's feeling good I just take it down. Death. I don't, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm not as good as you as that. Fantastic. Uh, but no, that is uh, the family's guide to New York. We'll have more in the future. So I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoy more. And that is actually going to do it for this episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. We will be back next week with a show, hopefully. Maybe hopefully. But remember, a family is universal. Awesome.